Welcome to the Cherry Picker, the horror movie podcast where we like to kill people, but not really. I'm your host, Zach Cherry, and with me as always is... Eddie of Edward is Truth. And today we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day by Mm -hmm. talking about Leprechaun, released January 8th, 1993. And that's everything you need to know because it's an early January release movie, which I guess doesn't mean anything <laughs> anymore, but, you know, back then, probably. Back um, in the day, probably. And <clears throat> not to throw you under the bus here, um, <laughs> but I know for a fact that you did rec- – this was your suggestion, so – uh, I just because <laughs> I know in the past okay. I, I accused you because of things, I had but... access to it, not because I'm like, oh my god, let's do my favorite movie. Don't throw me under okay. that bus. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay, but that's what I wanted to say. Just I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here, but you chose this, and I just want to know: was it just seasonal, or did you really want to talk about Leprechaun? It was because I had access to it, and then I think it got stripped off of Netflix, so I ended up oh. renting it off Redbox anyway. Oh, so it's all sucks. good. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I I was long overdue. Actually, let's just get right into it because I was long overdue for a rewatch with it. Haven't seen it since the '90s. I think maybe '94 or '95. Oh, wow. And yeah, and um, I remember it was one of the franchises my sister and I dipped into after we had completed the Nightmare on Elm Street. We were renting all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Made our way through that. We tried Friday the 13th, and she ducked out after three. She was like, I can't do this. I don't like these movies. I was like, all right. So I finished them myself as far as I could. She, sorry, then, she ducked uh, out of Friday the 13th or, or Leprechaun? Yes, out of Friday the 13th. So what? Uh, where so, does she stand on Leprechaun? Well, okay, this is the thing. We were like, well, what would you like to do? Because she's like, I don't know. I heard Leprechaun, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, let's watch Leprechaun. So we, cause I'm down to watch whatever, you know, at this point, it's like, let's go to the, as long as it's at, at our blockbuster, let's rent it and watch it. So we rented it. We watched it. We did get through the second movie. I don't think we made it to the third movie together. I actually can't even remember if I've seen, is the third one Vegas? I, think I don't remember. So. Anyway, I, 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 <laughs> I have the box set that has uh one, two and three. And okay. I don't know. Like, these are movies that I like, if it's boring, I will fall asleep to a movie. That's and, and, and this I haven't seen this in in probably ten years. Um, yeah. This was the third time I'd seen it. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, I do, do people like this, or is the gen- general consensus that Leprechaun is a piece of garbage? Because <laughs> I, um, I I don't well. like, I, I, I I don't want to uh, you know upset any people who might you know hold this in high regard. I think that Warwick Davis is the component that's held in high regard, and rightly so. I would never begrudge Warwick Davis his due. But um, I do have to say, I think when people talk about this movie, and I think this, as is the case with a lot of kind of slasher franchises of, you know, the bygone eras of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, um, when people talk about the movie, they're really talking about the franchise. I don't hear a lot of Leprechaun 1 only talk. You know what I mean? Um, when I, if I hear any leprechaun talk at all, but, uh, which is funny because then, gotta, like between you and I, yeah. we clearly haven't watched past the third entry. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I people like, if people are talking about it, that, that they've seen, I think there's eight in total. I think yeah, there was a reboot too, wasn't there? And I didn't see that. Yeah. There's so. a reboot that, that came out in, in 2018. So, okay. Um, I still yeah, have yeah, to see it. And I, and you know, it's predominantly been straight to video straight to dvd 
Which is fine. Which uh, what I don't even know what we call that. When it when it's straight to like a re- a home release, streaming, what do we call that now? Streaming debut? I don't know. Like, but I mean, just now <laughs> they're like Back straight the day, to Blu-ray. It was, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, is anything straight to Blu-ray and not streaming now? I mean, or I guess now it'd be four K. Um, but I don't yeah, think yeah, this yeah, is yeah, available yeah, right. in four K. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Like, but, um, I did okay, I yes, I mean, just yes. in terms of like what we've kind of generally done with these podcasts, like, I don't think that there's a way we can talk about this movie that because I mean, like, obviously, this is this is not a good movie, and this is you know because of that, like, this is very low hanging fruit. I don't want to just like pick it apart for like stupid things. So I mean, like, well, whatever notes you've taken, like, we'll we'll say that. But I don't know if you want to like just go through like a play by play of the movie and just comment on like the absurd. <laughs> stupid shit that that's in it because i think that that's the most like fun part of them you know if there is a fun part of the movie just sure. like just like not even like oh look how badly they fucked up here because it's like they know they knew what kind of movie this was that they were making like there's yeah it, it's not like oh. a, it's not like a it's not like a halloween kills where you know we could go through that and be like well that was a mistake or you know Right. I actually have a a, a, a few questions for you, uh, okay. which we'll also unpack along the way. But I have one that I want to ask. But after I I, I watched, I you know I uh, uh, sometimes I'll look for like promotional material just to see how did they. I, I was around, so I remember how they tried to sell it, and I remember the uh, commercial. I don't remember the trailer. I remember the TV commercial, mm-hmm. and all I remember about it is um, when Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, falls on, t- like, puts his ear near the crate and the hand busts out. And I remember I was young enough where that still was kind of like, ooh, that could be scary. Um, and then for, for there us was a sh- who don't watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Know, so who's this? <laughs> Francis is Ozzy. Okay. The, 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 chub- the chubby... Uh, not smart guy. I have questions about we'll him get, for you too, but but I know continue. we'll get yeah. into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. But um, okay. But um, I also remember the very end of the of every commercial I saw for this movie when it was being released in theaters was they had a shot of Warwick Davis like turning around in you know like almost in silhouette, but you know haloed kind of with the light behind him, <laughs> shooting like green energy out of his out of his finger, <laughs> and then it's just a leprechaun rated whatever the fuck it was rated, maybe R, I don't know. Probably, and he just goes, yeah. "I need me gold," <laughs> and that was the last thing, and it made it look really kind of dark and actually like a slasher, um, and. Uh, so I look for pro- I look for promos like just interviews like maybe that I missed to see like how like how did Jennifer Aniston feel about it uh, who who was on the press tour or who wasn't and I couldn't find anything on YouTube mm-hmm. I could only find interviews with Warwick Davis at like conventions now and Jennifer Aniston with semi recent like pe- interviews where people ask her about it and I don't know how I feel about that uh, what is she <laughs> because saying? okay she's sitting there. It was it was like it op- it was the weirdest clip ever because it opened with like this man talking about leprechauns and finally a movie got it right or something talking directly into the into the camera and then it goes leprechaun and then there's Jennifer Aniston just sitting there kind of randomly and they ask her did you 
uh, what attracted you to this movie? And she was just like, oh my gosh, like, how did you feel when you knew you got that role? She's like, oh, I felt I hit the ceiling. I thought I'd, you know, hit the jackpot, you know? I mean, Warwick Davis from Willow. And I'm like, kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of sweet. But then she goes on mm-hmm. <laughs> to say like, and of course there was a character, a script that was just divine. I mean, this character was so layered. There were so many... She was so multifaceted and had so many opportunities for me to play so many different levels. And it was such a challenge. And I'm like, you're being sarcastic. (laughs) I thought it was kind of mean because I was like, I wouldn't mind if she'd opened only with talking about the movie and the role that way because she's right. So this is recent. This is She opened with war. This is recent. This is like the last 10 years or so. Yeah. And she and she was talking about, but she opened with Warwick Davis, and I was just kind of like, "Oh shit, don't don't shit on Warwick Davis." And maybe she wasn't. I'm sure she was talking sarcastically, just so she'd have an out if people took her seriously. She was like, "Obviously, I was, you know, joking." Mm-hmm. And if somebody uh, thought she was being, you know, sarcastic about Warwick Davis, she could be like, "No, I meant I meant every word I said." You know, like just kind of cover her ass. So anyway, that kind of bothered me. But uh, I did want to ask you because it was kind of. The thing that remained in my yeah. head, I didn't remember much about this movie, having not seen it in so many years. I wanted to know, what did you remember going back in this viewing? Like, what did you remember from your previous screening? I just, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just remember that it. I didn't like it. But again, again like, the thing is that I, like, because I haven't seen it in 10 years, and just because, you know... Yeah. We have been revisiting movies that, you know, we haven't seen in a while. I thought, okay, maybe I'll have a new perspective. But, I mean, everything that I remembered about it before, I didn't. Like, it was just the same thing. Okay, here, this is my kind of take on Leprechaun. Is that it feels like one of those Disney Channel movies of, like, the 90s. Where, it like, it's a kid's movie. It's totally a kid's movie. But then they're like... Well, let's like put gore in there and like just make and like some swear words and stuff and, and make it horror because like the whole thing plays out like it's just like like it it could be next to like your your Lindsay Lohan parent traps or or whatever or even like right. earlier than that like just like Disney movies of of an era gone by um, right and because that's exactly it's, what happened too it's so ba- <laughs> like it's, it's just so basic there's nothing like really horrifying about it but there's just like all these like bumbling characters and mm-hmm. like just stupid shit like that that that's kind of like why my brain shuts off when i watch it and i'm just mm-hmm. like you know i did actually while i was watching it today i admittedly i did nod off a few times but i didn't miss anything like i got the basic <laughs> gist of it um, right, 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 right. Uh, and then i went back and just like <laughs> I, I probably lost two minutes collectively so so don't think that i I, I didn't uh, pay that close attention, but I, I read the, right, the right, plot right. summary and just like, okay, yeah, that's, I didn't miss anything here. Um, <laughs> but this was the third time I'd seen it. Cause uh, I, I don't know if you remember this. This was like probably like either like the late nineties or like early, early two thousands. There was this DVD release of like a compilation of all these horror movies from like anywhere between the seventies and the nineties. And I think it was like called the, the Boogeyman Collection or something. I, I'd have to look uh-huh, up the, uh-huh. the exact thing. But they would just they would throw in like three minute clips from all these movies. So there would be stuff from 
uh, Hellraiser. Boogeyman. It was called or, Boogeyman. Yeah, it was like one yeah. of the Hellraiser movies. One of the, uh, like, Leprechaun uh, even, and, and Candyman. Like, just everything. I think there was even, like, yes. Jack Frost. Just, like... Just random yeah. things, just to give you a collection of, of just like who all these killers were. were. So there's like obviously Jason. I think that that they used the Jason from Jason Goes to Hell too, which was just like why did you use that? But uh, they had the scene uh, in this movie where he's like pogo sticking the guy to death. Yeah, and like yeah. like I just looked at them like okay, this is really ridiculous. But me being like probably um like 15 or 16 at the time i'm just like okay like this is like slasher movies so like at some point i'm gonna watch this and it wasn't until i did purchase that that three disc like three movie dvd uh that had one two and three that i saw it for the first time and i just remember being like yeah uh i don't i don't particularly like this and then i watched again A few months later, because I had some friends over and, you know, I just had like this huge horror movie collection, which I mean, like, I still yeah. do, which is even bigger now. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I want to watch something. And for some reason, they're just like, Leprechaun, put that on. I'm just like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, we watched it. And that was like, up until this experience, the last time I had put it on. And it's like, everything came right. back to me. I'm just like, yeah, this is... This is not a good movie. I think like the highlight is that and like the way I can view it is just like, oh, it's like the prequel to Friends of just like <laughs> Rachel before she met. Who's the the guy that she's married to at the beginning of, in the pilot episode? Barry. Was it Barry? I think so. Yeah, it's Barry. Just like this is like pre-Barry Rachel. Um, <laughs> but post nose job. <laughs> The, but um, her dad is much more uh, kind of like relenting uh, than her father on Friends, but that's that's pretty much it. Like, can I? Can kind we? Kind of a little nightmare. Can we talk yeah. about the the father? Okay, because her relationship with the, the dad here. Like when I looked at them, I'm just like, so this is his teenage daughter. I mean, like first of all, she's I think 24 in yeah. this, but it's just like yeah. she doesn't look like she's not dressed like a teenage girl. No. She doesn't like like and I she has a cell phone and all this stuff and she's just she seems like a really high maintenance like mistress or like younger <laughs> oh, girlfriend of this, right. like, yeah. of this like of this like man. Absolutely, and I just yeah. like I don't get like oh. father daughter from them at all. Um no. and she's just like I can't stay here. This is disgusting sort of like I'm going to go make a a reservation at the hotel. And it's just like you're a child. Like you don't make <laughs> reservations. <laughs> But she's like an LA, you know, like I don't know if she's is she native? Like I don't know, but she's just she's all about LA. Like that's yeah. what she's on her head. Well, I mean, like clearly, and, and you know, LA's they're jet setters, you know. Yeah. Well, she's a <laughs> she's, child of she's divorce, a clueless girl. It seems like they don't really establish that or, yeah, or like they, even her character or anything, but it's just it's like she's no. staying with her dad for the summer. And it's just like the fact that this guy doesn't have like just the ability to to read the the situation or her and just know that like this is probably not the best fit for my daughter for like a bonding yeah. experience for me and my daughter over like the summer where it's just like clearly like this is not what she's about and he kind of like he he does like give in to her like really early because he's like okay let's go and because she meets um nathan or whoever, and then she's like, "No, Nathan. we're gonna stay." Nathan, and I don't know if that she's she's wants to stay because she's attracted to him or because he like challenged her or something, and now she has like yeah. she has to prove herself as as a capable, a strong, capable 
layered. Well, it's hard. Character. It's hard to tell because he, he, the two actors don't have any chemistry. Jennifer Aniston, the actor who plays Nathan, who was in um, April Fool's of, Day, yes, yeah. with Amy Steele. Amy Steele, but um, and he looks better now. Uh, uh but like anyway, now, uh, as in. They, uh, Leprechaun. Like now, his or? most recent headshot. No, like his most recent headshot. Okay. I saw on IMDb. I was just like, oh, look at you, Silver Fox. So there's that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no. Um, but he shows up and immediately starts like just. I I guess we could call it challenging. Other people might just call it insulting and Mm -hmm. mansplaining and (laughs) being hostile and microaggressions. You know, like a lot of words we have, you know, in our vernacular now that are just kind of like mainstream and commonplace. Uh, But I think then they were just supposed to be like an odd couple, you know, like like a meet cute. yeah. yeah, she's super sti- not super she's superficial and you know like completely self-absorbed and he's you know salt of the earth and he tells it like it is but they yeah. uh, anyway I think it's stupid but and the, if they had any chemistry maybe that would kind of sell it and they don't so it's not charming it's just kind of like oh these two again <laughs> um but uh uh, uh well, if we want to talk about like strengths though actually I do have something to point out um as far as just the opening, like the very opening of the movie, that I was actually kind of enchanted by. Just the light, the shaft of light opening on the staircase and little Warwick Davis, like, stepping onto the stairs yeah, so and finding he? his gold and the Like, rainbow. was that like a castle or, or something? Yeah, I guess it was like some bygone, again, another bygone era. That's yeah. the term of, of the pod. Because <laughs> that was like, because um, when I saw that, yeah. like... Because initially, like, I watched that and I, I like, I remember that we get to the farmhouse and then the, the bulk of the movie's there. But I was just like, there's this, yeah. like, interesting prologue. I mean, not it, not interesting in terms of just, like, what's happening, but just in, interesting in terms of, like, the setting. And it's and I feel like I would have rather seen more of, like, the leprechaun lore or just, like, going back to, like, where he came from and, and shit like that rather than just what we got. Oh, okay. But that was, like... like <laughs> A much better. It, it was almost like a promise of something that we didn't get in the movie because it's just like setting us up for like, yeah, okay, here's this like, like, yeah, it was really good lighting, and then just to yeah. be like cut to like back in America, and then ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> but see, even that, I didn't find fault with that because I felt like, oh, I'm getting exactly what this movie is. It's just going to like cut to the chase mm-hmm. right from the get go. Like, and also I appreciated from a filmmaking standpoint because it was written and directed by Mark Jones. I appreciated Mark Jones' effort as far as just, like, kind of establishing a tone and making it feel like an actual movie because um, he even – I could see strategy. Like, he didn't reveal the makeup uh, that Warwick Davis was wearing, like, too early. Like, he really took his time kind of, like, hiding his face from us. Like he's the shark from Jaws or something. <laughs> and I, I appreciated the, 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 that because like the, yeah. the design of the character is one of the strengths of the the movie for sure. Um, yeah, clearly, I mean, Leprechaun of, was yeah. like iconic enough to go yeah. on to be in like seven more movies or, or whatever, uh, however many it was. <laughs> so you know, they didn't fail on that front uh, by any means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else did Mark Jones do? Oh, that I don't, I can't tell you. I didn't like Okay, that. but I'm you sorry. just know him from this. Okay. <laughs> I just know him from this because I, I, yeah. I saw that he had written and directed it and I was like, oh, okay. So he either gets I, the credit or well, the I was blame reading and I feel that like he kind of gets both. This was uh, like he originally wrote it in the 80s. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if that, like I was just kind of like 
scrolling through the IMDb trivia here. Um, yes. But I'll see if I can find it. But that would make more sense because, like, it says that like he had written this as a straight horror movie. And it wasn't until uh, Warwick Davis came on and he's just like, no, we need to make this funny. And I mean, Mm. I don't know if that's like to the franchise's detriment, because clearly that's what this like, like sent it forward to like what varying degrees of quality. But I like I can see this being successful if it was like a like Friday the 13th era where they made like a like a straightforward horror movie with a leprechaun and that Mm. being like popular enough to just like kind of make its way through like the rounds in in the eighties and like get enough sequels under its belt to the point where it probably would have been more established, but just because like it debuted in 93, which was a horrible year for horror movies, by the way, yeah, Uh, like one of the worst. Uh, And like mostly because of shit like this, but uh, just because it, it showed up in a time where, the slashers were already dying off because like we were still three mm-hmm. years away from scream that and being it was censored. They were also being censored a yeah, lot. It was the just MPAA like, it was not. Yeah. It was just too far past its time. Um, so that's, that's kind of like going back to what I was saying is just like, it did feel like one of those like Disney channel movies because of like, you know, how are we going to like implement a, a slasher movie in this day and age? And I did see an interview with Warwick Davis where he was mm-hmm. actually confirming everything that you've said <laughs> yeah. or a lot of things that you've said basically about like the synthesis of the movie. Like he almost he wouldn't get uh, he couldn't get a meeting with Mark Jones because Mark Jones had seen Willow and thought he was too likable and that there was no way he's going to be able to play like a sinister character. Yeah. And he had to convince him like I'm an actor. I You know, this is an opportunity to flex my muscles and show you like I can be something else and to show now everybody. Um, because how many op- how many more opportunities am I going to get? You know, especially with like a, a a name over the not even name is the title role, and yeah. um and but I think uh, as a result, Mark Jones thought well, but he's also got these comedy or you know like these these lovable chops. Like I should make him more kid like. I should make him more that whatever. They shot the movie to be more family friendly and more like you know like you said like a Disney kind of like thing. Yeah. And then they realized the people who were attracted to it were looking for a horror movie, so they immediately had to put in like all of this extra um any gore or anything like that was put in after the fact like the pogo stick like uh uh impact i guess and even uh what was the other one oh the one with the with the fucking cop when he's uh, and this was a ter- it was terribly done (laughs) when the cop's like trying to look for him and he's just like popping up all over the place and then finally i don't remember what happens like he kills him he kills him he kills him with the cop he twists his neck yeah, all he of jumps that. on top that of him and then uses his brute the strength to just like snap his neck. Um, that, none of that was in the original cut, so yeah, that was put uh, in to yeah. make it more horror adjacent. Well, because it's not very yeah. I, like it's it's got a, a body count of four. You've got uh, the the first one is the <laughs> Mrs. O'Grady, and is this like I know it's not his mother because he, she says like she's talking about his mother's ashes, but it's just like, there seems to be like some yeah. sort of age discrepancy with the, the O'Grady's. Um, but it's, I it's think funny because he doesn't, she doesn't have hair dye and he does, Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't, he doesn't kill her. She just falls backwards down the stairs. So it's that like was, already, she was an easy kill. Yeah. yeah she was you just had to like startle. To it, it was like the, uh, the, the, uh, the sergeant in, uh, 
Child's Play 3, where he just jumped up <laughs> and gave him a heart attack. <laughs> well, I had a bunch of questions with the opening, but they were all still kind of like endeared questions. I was still kind of like into the movie. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, here we are. Just the fact that like he's tur- he's coming up the walk. And she's just like, oh, Mr. O'Grady, what are you ever told? I mean, like literally like, 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 like an Irish immigrant, like yeah. around the turn of the century from the 1800s into the 1900s. And I'm just kind of like, does anybody talk like this? Because she, she didn't even say... He's, he's like, where is something? She's like, tis on top of the thing and the thing. And I'm like, do people still like in contemporary times state tis? I don't yeah. know. But um, even I, like because it's like takes place ten years earlier in in 1983. I just yeah, love right. the fact that she calls her husband Mister O'Grady. Mister O'Grady. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was because he was in trouble. Like, oh, Mister O'Grady, what are you doing around? Because yeah, I was wondering what is the relationship. Who knows here? what they're they're sexual like <laughs> proclivities are. Yeah, like, we don't need we don't need to explore that that's a that's a part of the movie that is best left uh passed over but i also i also i also had a question like he he says i made him i made him show me where his gold is and i'm like how like that would have been interesting to find out how can you make him show you where his go- i mean i guess okay this is where we get into like the leprechaun lore though because as far as i know the actual lore yeah because um, I did a little research on that because I was just curious. I was like, shamrock or four-leaf clover on top of a thing and that could kill them? Is that true? And I couldn't find anything. So I think that's purely engineered Made for up, the movie. Yeah. But some things that they got right, actually, were dressing him in red pants because traditionally leprechauns, real leprechauns, were <clears> not <throat> affiliated with or associated with the color green at all. But they were uh, oh, associated shit. Let with me turn off my lights. red. Right. <laughs> For anyone watching, I got, I got my green lights on. <laughs> it's appropriation in real time, folks. But um, <laughs> we should have done this entire podcast in in just like the thick in- Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew it, and I still wore kind of green. But <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, no. So, uh, but he had red pants on because they always have red somewhere about their person. They weren't like entirely decked out in it, but they mm-hmm. could be. And it and the kind of leprechaun you could find always depended on the region, and they were predominantly mischievous uh, fellows who lo- did love to cobble shoes. That was their job. Like leprechaun came from people believe it could have come from two different sources. There's one source that kind of sounds like leprechaun that means shoemaker, and there's another source that means short person, mm. and they both apply. Well, it's like leprechaun. as we so see, both. he's got this like OCD habit of just needing to shine shoes. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't understand like they use it to to their advantage but then it's like you could have just kept doing like you could have used that as like sort of like a a thing to bait him into right. a trap or just tie, tie over and over and um over yeah again. just like yeah, like if funny. anything it's just like okay you can keep just go over and just like kick some dirt on on the shoes and then you you keep him busy <laughs> while someone else goes off and like tries to find a four-leaf clover and then like but also bam, yeah you're, you're done and th- but they also they have that problem that kind of like unsolvable problem of trying to shoot him and he keeps like uh teleporting all over the room or whatever and in different places and he, then all of a sudden he's in a drawer well, he's, on the, he's, he's on the he's on the skateboard sudden... just going back and exactly yeah but if you've got him i hate him so shoes, much, why don't you way. shoot him when he's <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got him cobbling shoes why don't you just shoot him while he's cobbling he's yeah. in place and he can't leave because well, like the sh- so anyway, like, cause that... he says at the beginning because he's like oh like bullets aren't gonna stop me and there's like some really weird yeah. 
um, like blocking in in that part because it's like he sh- the O'Grady shoots him yeah. and he says like you you don't see him anymore he's like hidden off screen and he's like yeah. oh bullets won't kill me they'll just slow me down a little and then he goes over and right. it's like he picks him up and puts him in the crate I'm just like what's what's happening here I don't like we're not really seeing it because it's like this dark basement. <laughs> Um, but that's when he puts him into the crate and he's going to burn him. Like he's like, gets the, the gasoline ready. So it's yes, like, is that another yeah. thing of the lore that like, you can only like the, the four leaf clover won't kill him, but it'll like stop <laughs> him. And then the gasoline no. will, but then that's like a complete opposite of like what they do at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, and all of that. Anyway, I'm not going to pick apart the lore because it's like, like anything like of just in, in the script or, or whatever. It is what it is. Like I said, it's low hanging fruit. I don't need to. <laughs> To criticize it. Um. <laughs> but, um, so, but some of the things they got right, like I already pointed out some of them, but there's another thing that I like that actually would have presented. I think this comes up in one of the sequels I saw, but I can't remember. So maybe next St. Patrick's Day. But um, but mm. I just remember, uh, but, but I, I remember of the lore that I was studying is that they they work hard as cobblers to earn their gold. So it's not like this mystical gold that has like all this writing on it like they actually work hard for it and then they love to hide it and like kind of fondle it and you know be just be all obsessed with it and if you find their gold you and they are forced to either let you have it or to grant you wishes but the wishes can often come with like a price kind of like a monkey's paw mm-hmm. like you have you all you know like i'll solve your 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 i'll, I'll, I'll grant your wish if you solve this riddle that oh, would have been know, a more like interesting that. movie i mean like and just given like the character yeah. of tori if she showed up and it's just like i hate it here yeah. whatever i want to be in la i want to be <laughs> shopping meets the leprechaun and then it's just sort of like well here's a wish i can like give you all the things that you want right now and then have yeah. that like backfire on her because it's interesting the poster of the movie or the the movie cover says her luck with like jennifer aniston like on the cover because we're promoting her as being the star of the movie yes um her yes. luck has just run out or, or is about to run out or something so it's like there's not really anything in the movie that suggests her luck has run out i mean she's just they're all just unlucky for having to be in this movie but um <laughs> that i would i would have liked to see like that angle of just like like him being more of a wish uh maker because like as it is he's so like two-dimensional it's just like his whole thing is like just i want me gold and the whole movie is just like where is it where's the gold and it's like how can i and it's like that typical like like disney channel style shit where it's just like we're gonna stretch this out and it felt like such a long movie it's only 92 minutes but it still felt like it went on for two hours of just like he's gonna keep looking for his gold and and like (laughs) no i i can't go over this same beat like over and over again <laughs> or even the kills like even the attempts at like violence and stuff like that which uh, were, were, were not choreographed the best mm-hmm. those were the ones where i was checking out by the time we got to the climax of the whole thing i was kind of like let's wrap this up please yeah. can, or can we like throw a wrench in the works and like actually like make a left at the track lights and i feel like they tried to but we'll get there uh, one, but one thing that i do appreciate that I actually another thing i think works and i wish I mean, it's funny that this works here, but not in Scream 3. I like the fact that he can, like, do any voice he wants to. And especially, like, the... 
But I especially like the, the little child thing, the way it was introduced again, like in the opening, like with him singing Mary Had a Little Lamb and all that stuff to kind of like make you drop your guard and like feel like, oh, is there a child in, you know, in need or something like that? What? How did you get down here? And everything like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, yeah. I thought that was pretty he cool. He can do a like, cat I, too. You know, I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> can we yes. talk about, so this like <laughs> painting team? Who are yes, called, okay. I think they're called Three Guys Who Paint. Three, I the, th- yeah, I have it, it written here somewhere, yeah. Three Guys That Paint. Three yes. Guys That Paint, <laughs> which is like on like a like a little piece of paper that's like on the side of their truck. And <laughs> the God. they only work in three colors. They only work in the primary colors of like red, blue, <laughs> and yellow. Like no like shades to any of them. It's just like solid, yes. like red blue and yellow and they're painting this mm-hmm. house and they've like been there for i don't know if it's like days at that point but like at least hours within yeah. like when the, the movie starts yeah. yes and all they've managed to do is like this one little section which they already fucked up because they spilt the paint everywhere and all i can tell right. is like looking at this thing it's like why does this guy uh jd i guess uh uh jennifer aniston's father he wants this this yes. house to be painted like an american flag apparently yes uh, <laughs> superman colors yeah, yeah. <laughs> primaries during the day yeah but they're yeah but their logo or their like their thing on the on the the side of the truck is like the same paint colors and it's just like someone painted it with that same paint just be like three guys that paint right and not a single well, one of these people are competent like i guess like maybe nathan but we never see him do anything because he's just like he's just carrying stuff around and Nathan is not competent because he's also teaching when she wants to help paint uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Tori. Um, I got to keep remembering Tori spelling, Tori spelling, Tori spelling. But when, <laughs> when he's teaching Tori how to paint and she wants to help out and everything like that. And he's like, oh, we're out of paint. We need more paint. And they painted literally like the shutters outside. of the It's window. not even painted. Though. It was like, it's like they took it and just. Yeah, it's like it one shutter. Wall. Yeah, well, one shutter is painted, and then the shutter on the other side, they were working on, like, about, got it half done. Yeah. And there's, like, some spots of blue. Also, he's got spots of blue, like, strategically yeah. placed about Both his of biceps. Them. It's like, it, but it's, like, it's like uh, battle, too, like, yeah. like, symbols or whatever. Like, they're not, just to show that we've been painting, because someone took a brush and just, so like. They look so intentional. Doo, doo, yeah. yeah. Um, they look so intentionally painted on their arms yeah. and stuff. It's, like, uh, uh, you can see the makeup artist going a little bit here. And a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 but also as far as the three guys that paint, I just wrote so an outspoken would-be alpha douche, that's Nathan, an unsmart man child with an undiagnosed mental deficiency, that's um uh uh, uh Aussie, and a f- and a 40-year-old man <laughs> or a child who's somehow a 40-year-old man inside <laughs> all went to into business together yeah. because oh cuz also Ozzy and Alex are also wearing those bold primary colors like the red, the yellow and the blue too. Yeah. I guess that's just what they do. That's just yeah. who they are. But okay, but this is the interesting it, with, with with Ozzy because they kind of like alluded to him being a child like like not just like in the, in, the, in the head but they were just like oh like i've got these two kids here and it's yeah. like but like physically i would say that ozzy was probably the oldest of them but it's just like that and that made me think is like so is this supposed to be like a 30 something year old playing like a 
<laughs> a teenager or something like i don't i don't get no. it i'm so confused um i honestly felt like i could f- hear the pitch in my head like them just kind of going like so we got nathan he's like our our leading man you know big heroic guy you can see his muscles we'll have you know we'll no sleeves the ladies will love it and then <laughs> as his sidekicks we'll kind of have like a like a you know like a a, a boy in a man's body and a man in a boy's body and the boy is like all <laughs> Like a Lenny and George kind of thing. Like, I like to pet the rabbits, George. And that'll be the big guy. And then the little kid will be like, yeah, it's such a, oh, yes, such a dummy. You, you better stick with me, fella. I, I'll show you. It's like, you know, <laughs> the little streetwise guy, you know, because that's exactly yeah. who he is. I wrote down a bunch of the lines that Alex they were all They were all so frustrating because, like, when he oh, finds the, the gold coin, it's just like, Oh, well, I know what you do to, to know if it's real. You bite down on it. And it's just like, oh, no, I swallowed it. And like, yeah, right. oh, God. <laughs> and meanwhile, the little boy is saying things like, boy, I could go for a beer right now. And he sees a car and he's just like, hey, let's hotwire this. Like he knows how. And then it pays off a little later when the car won't start. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. shoot, the distributor cap. And he runs around. So they're trying to make him like an adult in a little boy's body. I, I, I get it. I don't like it. I actually think yeah. it might have been more interesting if we could have just seen like i don't know a father another father and a son like an actual adult man and a young boy yeah <laughs> and the boy is in danger like the actual boy who is young and who is unassuming you know we don't have to make him dumb but we can just make him innocent uh or innocent or we could have just like <laughs> we could have just removed them all together like there why did this need to be painted like why was that a specific beat like <laughs> I mean, like, we don't really get a lot from the father, but it's just like, I'm sure that there was some a, a more interesting story that could have been told by keeping him around yeah. than just, like, shipping him off to the hospital after getting a bite. And they're like, we have to keep him overnight for a fucking cat bite. <laughs> also, I don't know what the 90s trope was. This happened a lot in the 90s, not just in the horror genre, too. Like, any kind of genre, any television or movie mm-hmm. uh, show that you're watching, they loved to have... Uh, like a perfectly able-minded person play someone who's not smart, who has to talk like at a kind of other, pay, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And there are th- whole thing is about like, I am smart and they have, they're going to go prove them. And all they do is kind of like, they're the reason for the conflict in the movie. And this is a perfect example of that. And I, I I'm so glad we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it's, 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 that it we is know excruciating of. like watching him. Well, as, that I've seen, yeah. like, I mean, I, I, I think, I think if people were doing it, we'd probably know. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, um, let me see. I wrote. I love the baiting of the child's voice. Um, 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 the, okay, we're covering all the bases. I love this. Um, okay, so before before we move on, like I also okay, I had questions just about like the leprechaun, and maybe I don't know if you can shed light on it, but I just wondered like what what occurred to you. Okay, because it seemed like when he was talking in his own voice when he was in the crate. After uh, O'Grady put him in there, uh, uh, Danny boy, O'Grady put him in there and he could hear him. But it was like this echo, like there was a lot of reverb on the voice. And I was wondering, like, does that mean that the leprechaun has telepathy? So he's not really because he's not shouting from inside the crate. There's no muffling or anything. It's just Mm kind of like a magical voice in his head. So does he also have, in addition to being able to kind of like make his voice sound like anybody he wants, can he talk in our minds? That was a question. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Like what we can see is like this is a very capable, magical little 
leprechaun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he can teleport <laughs> like we and not just teleport to like, you know, places that he can see. He teleports like five miles down the road on the back of of the Jeep at one yeah, point. Um, totally. Like he's all over the place. And, you know, he's <laughs> shooting like green beams out of his fingers. And, and, and I'm yeah. guessing like creating a rainbow because and that was another thing. Like where did yeah. and, that, and then also kind of going back to like the stupid person being smart or whatever. Cause he was like, Oh, there was yeah. a leprechaun. And they're just like, well, what about that rainbow that just magically appeared? And they're like, it's right. a rainbow. What do you, th-? I'm like, how do you think rainbows are made from rain? You idiots. Like clearly <laughs> listen to, listen to Ozzy because you know, this isn't natural what's happening right now. Yeah. Right. Um, but just the, like the fact that it leads to this beaten down truck. And even then, nobody's saying anything that just like, we found the end of the rainbow. Like this isn't like, I know it's just those two characters, but it's like, everyone's so superstitious, even Tori at a certain point. Cause like after like, she's already like been attacked by the leprechaun and everything. And he's Mm. keeps, uh, Ozzy keeps referring to it as a leprechaun. And she's like, it's not a leprechaun. Like stop with your leprechaun stuff. I'm just like, yes. Well, what the fuck? And she even says like, I don't know what it is, but it's not a leprechaun. Like, well then what the fuck? Like, maybe that's why she was being so sarcastic. (laughs) She knew she was a fucking (laughs) leprechaun. Well, cause I wrote like, uh, when we got to about the half point, past the half point mark, Um, oh, I'm not going to be able to find it, but, um, just like the, 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 uh, we, we were past the 45 minute mark of the movie. And I just remember they were still in denial of the fact that there was even a leprechaun present in the movie. And I was like, we don't have much time left the, the, again. He, people should have found out a little bit earlier. I think, I, and this was the thing that used to drive me crazy as a, as, as a, as a movie watcher when I was a kid and I don't see it done all that often now because i feel like there's a generation now of people my age making movies who were fed up with it and don't want to make that movie where just believe me i know what i saw i'm the one person who knows what's actually going on in the movie and for like 75 percent of the movie nobody believes that person that is a frustrating ass movie that is not a movie i want to return to i want to find someone who believes in them i want to see okay how are you going to fight it i want to see how's it going to fight back and and I want to see uh, uh, if it's well done enough and you have good enough actors, uh, you know, the characters kind of like inter- interact with each other and find out why they're all on this journey together anyway. But I didn't I didn't get any of that. Um, <laughs> but um, but I also wondered, like, did Leppy I'm going to call him Leppy. Did Leppy mm-hmm. kill um, Mr. O'Grady when he was having his heart? Was he did he cause that? Because I thought he did. But then I thought, like, well, if he can cause a heart attack, why didn't he just kill everybody? <laughs> so maybe he didn't. Maybe Mr. O'Grady just had like a, you know, well, a weak it said heart that he had a he had, stroke. Had a rough night. Did he have a stroke? Is that what it was? No, they said like, yeah, they, he had a. Did, okay, I didn't see that part. No, no, no. no. Well, no, because <laughs> like it, it looks like he's having a heart attack, but then later when they're just like, oh, oh that's right, the, he is alive later in the movie. I forgot. Yeah. See, I've already forgot that he's alive later in the movie when they when but she like, goes to the hospital. And all I could think of during that right. scene was just like, wow. Usually, I I really appreciate like hospital chase scenes <laughs> and like <laughs> you know Halloween too. <laughs> Or even like Scream Five, or you know yeah. things like like that. Yeah, um, and then just like here, and I I've never like hated 
a hospital chasing more in my life. And every they even okay. tried to do the Halloween two thing. Sorry, what, yes, the Halloween they, two thing, the elevator thing. They yeah, tried to do it. No, no, no totally. <laughs> but it's like they do this thing in the movie where they like speed up all this shit. Where it's like when he's like ha, 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 and finds the tricycle and then like comes zooming yes. out of the the barn, and it's like. What the fuck? What? Okay, first of all, this is so ridiculous, like, as it is that he's on a tricycle, but you're going to speed it up and make it even more, like, goofy looking. And then he gets the yes. the little kid toy car thing later that he's driving down the yes. highway and gets pulled over with. Yes. Um, but, yeah, in the hospital, he's, like, on a wheelchair. And I guess they had to... Yeah. They couldn't speed that up, or, or they did speed it up or something, but they... Um, because Warwick Davis, like, wasn't able to, like, operate it as quickly. They had Jennifer Aniston like moving slowly and shaking so that they could speed her up and make it look like she was running. <laughs> so that's a thing that they did. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But um yeah, that's funny. Um and the again, little bell like, the thing. Mean, totally, yeah, the ding ding and then, yeah. oh god, like I, and that was another thing like there were a number of things like I was just kind of like so now he's just improvising. Like he's using the bicycle bicycle bell. He's using well, he's a bear using, trap. Like, he's, which is I he don't... like operating it telepathically, or can he just make mimic the sound of a a, a tricycle exactly. bell? <laughs> Again, that would have been awesome if I could have seen him outside just going, and you just hear ring ring, something like that. That would have been great. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, his his power set is all over the place. I don't understand any of it because now I'm thinking, okay, so then Mr. O'Grady basically just had a bad luck like he could have set him on fire and delayed some i mean he should have just shoved mm-hmm. the the four leaf clover in his mouth or or something well yeah because as but we whatever. see like that's what like i mean not yeah. like fully killed him at the end but you know sort of like weakened him enough to you know it's like a final boss battle in a video game you gotta like you gotta like hit the eye you gotta like hit one part <laughs> for the eye to be exposed and then that's what you have to go in and stab um, right. <laughs> which I guess was just the gasoline. So, like, like I guess sure. that's the process of killing him. You have to like weaken him with the four leaf clover and then light him on fire with gasoline. But like, you could also throw dirty I, shoes yeah. at him, right? <laughs> to to distract him. There was nothing in the lore that I studied that seemed to comment on killing leprechauns. Like yeah. it doesn't seem like they would encourage it. Um, granted, it's, if it's a horror movie, I'm on board with it. He needs to be at least detained and stopped. But yeah. um, I just, I just, so I guess the moral of at least the opening is like heart healthy diet, everybody. Because if the leprechaun attacks, you don't want to keel over <laughs> and you know end up in in a, in a nursing home. But um, I, I also love the fact that like JD. He's featured very lightly in this movie, but uh, when <laughs> where, I don't even know where he went okay. for most of it, like even at the beginning, he got yeah, I guess he was in the hospital. No, 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 later on, but like when they were uh painting and, and stuff, he was like yeah. around, but we didn't see him. It wasn't Shopping. until it wasn't until like <laughs> he was getting the paint out of the truck and then. Uh, yeah, Lepe, Lepe was like tickling her shins or something. Yeah, and, she was, and I don't know why she would assume it was Nathan, who's like was under clearly the just car. Behind her. Yeah, <laughs> and like I don't know, like what their relationship is at that point, but her to think that he's he's just standing there and just like I I mean a normal response would be like ah oh, what's the, and you know Jennifer Aniston does that really good <laughs> where she'd be like ah oh, what's that. <laughs> 
That would have been great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but that's another question I'd have. Like, okay, like, let's say, like, you're moving into a house you hate, but you might have feelings for, like, you know, this guy who's kind of challenging you, and maybe it's not in the way that Nathan is. Like, maybe he's not insulting, but maybe he's actually, like, making you think and making you go, like, you know what? I should take a chance on this place. And, uh, you know what? It might be really nice when I fix it up. So you start fixing it up and everything like that, and you're working together and you're vibing. Then you go over to the truck, and he goes behind you to go painting, and then you feel something on your, your front of your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be like Nathan? <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> like it was so but ridiculous. It was funny. The, the <laughs> like fact I was that the father comes over and she's and and because that's where like a, like this weird conversation comes up where she's like, right. I thought it was him like like tickling me and and she's just like and they're like, well maybe it was a cat. She's like, no, I it was like a someone like I know what it feels like I, when when like guys. Dude, when something a man that like puts that his like hands on my leg, yeah, that, yeah, that made the father like look at her in like a strange way, like, what, what have you been doing? It's just like, okay, my little girl, but yeah. and no, and then he tells her like, well, we got to get you going. She's like, why, wait, wait, why, why do, why do we have to leave to the hospital? It's like because the animal might have rabies, and then they all pick her up to cart her off to the hospital because it might have rabies. Then they're just here, Ew. so he goes over. And what does he do when he thinks that it might be a rabid cat? He sticks his hand in <laughs> this not like nondescript hole. I guess it was a tree. I don't know. Yeah. If I if if there's a chance that the animal could be rabid, you're not going to reach your hand in and, and then he gets bit. Oh, big surprise! And uh, maybe he was worried about him getting rabies after that. Maybe that's where he went. I don't know. Well, no, but, he went um, to the hospital because they they took him there, and then they were just like waiting around at the cafe. Um, I have already lost so much of this movie. Yeah. I'm glad I have notes because if I had to just discuss it off the top of my head, there is so much I wouldn't yeah. remember. Because every, I mean, like nothing really happened. I just like even for like a, a movie that is like pretty plot driven, there isn't a lot yeah. of plot, and that's why it feels so long because it's like stretched out of yeah. just it's it's like we know what we have to do, but we're gonna take our sweet time getting there. And like his yeah. like Leprechaun's entire motivation is just getting his gold. And their motivation is like either if it's not going to the hospital, it's mm -hmm. um cleaning up the house. And there's like a lot they do right. a lot of that. It's just like, well, we gotta get this mess cleaned up and then like time cut right. to like later on. It's just like, okay, you're not gonna be more suspicious as to like why the place was trashed or or anything like that. Like right. you know, you've got this guy. Like, you know, if you if you feel that he's competent enough to work for you, you should at yeah. least like take what he's saying <laughs> at face value and just be like, okay, well, maybe we should investigate a little further than just like looking behind a box in the in the basement. But, but there is no innate curiosity in any one of these characters, like yeah. even when they call the cops and they're just kind of and um, isn't it um, it's a, a, a Ozzy who calls the cops and tells them that it's a leprechaun. Okay, just because he's saying it's a leprechaun doesn't mean that there couldn't be some shit going down. They're just yeah. kind of like, oh, it's Ozzy going well, again. What was it last week? Was it aliens or was it, you know, yeah. oh, no, it was, you know, whatever it but was. But that's, a, that's another just, thing that, you know, I'm glad that they don't really do in movies anymore. It's just like showing police to just like not, not only like not take things seriously. Because I think there was one uh, just like jumping to Urban Legend 2. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> which I know like you and I have talked about before. Uh, there's like the, the scene at the beginning where there's like the kidney heist and she calls the, the police to be like, I just woke up in someone's like bathtub. And the operator's like, yeah, let me guess. You, your kidney was cut out. Like stop tying up the lines and like hangs up and just oh like, what God. the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> because I mean, at least when you get a call like that, like it's protocol. Yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. 100% certain because I don't like have any affiliation with the police. I've never worked as a police officer, but I would think that like when you get a phone call, like regardless of like how ridiculous it is, the protocol is that like someone needs to be sent out there to follow up with it and just be like, you know, what's up? Because there are a lot of instances where, you know, people might be under duress where they, you know, want to contact the police, but just because like the person who's like victimizing them is in the room there and they can't like fully come out and express like, what it is that's happening to them mm-hmm. that the police still need to like follow through and just, and you know, show up there. So, okay. Strike against the movie for just like, you know, having the police department be like, nah, whatever. But then they do this thing. Cause when, uh, when she eventually calls and they're like, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll send someone out there. And then this is actually a part of the movie that I did like, I thought was effective when they go to the, the squad car and we see that they're calling the, the cop who is already dead and you yes, see yes, him yes. in there like this. This is probably one of the only instances of him like using a fake voice that I found effective when he's like, OK, I mean, made no sense how he was able to teleport there. No, that, no, no that, to know that that was. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the fact that we already knew that that cop was dead because they, they kept playing with that a few times, like when she saw the 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 car and she's like oh it's the police they'll help me and it's like well obviously it's the same car that's parked there so like you're you're setting up a surprise that we already knew the outcome to just like shit like right. that so i don't know I, I this is it's just all very juvenile which is why i feel like it should have been a <laughs> disney channel movie <laughs> well also it's just like the the whole thing with tori like i mean uh, yes okay ba- ba- boo on the on the police for not following up when when ozzy called but also boo on tori for telling ozzy to call the cops like who, why why was that a good call like send <laughs> let the I, I guess if they hear the kid's voice maybe they won't take it seriously but you should know they're not going to take ozzy's voice see and this is where it's like having a, a man in a child's body and a child in a man's body is just like uh <laughs> it is uh 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 what do you call it um a liability you know like it's not going to work in your favor you need it's somebody else to stay with your hunky new boyfriend and you need to go call the cops yeah. yourself it's Take, funny that you keep saying that thing. he's uh he's a man in a child's body cuz i didn't get that from alex at all i just thought that you know he was well i mean just the fact that he's like wants a beer and he's what were i wrote some other lines of his too i can't remember but i mean the whole time he's just talking about like i just kept waiting for him to just go like oh my rheumatism or something like that well i think i think his (laughs) like he's there because i i i believe he's the younger brother of nathan and then ozzy is is like their their friend so it's like that's they make up the three men that paint but it's just like I don't know who's um, I don't know if it's like if it's Nathan's company or it's like their father's company and they like they just do all the work and he you know funds them or but whatever. But it's only three guys, so it can't yeah. be it can't be his father's. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they started it up themselves because they've got you know I mean th- that said like I mean it is kind of like a child's idea of a paint company like <laughs> it's a t- you know. <laughs> like the fact that they're only painting three colors and it takes them forever. You've got we've got blue, we've got red, and we got yeah. yellow. 
<laughs> but you can't have all three. So, you know, and they're like, well, can you, yeah. can you do, can you do purple? Like, no, no, <laughs> we can do red and blue separately. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do one wall red and, yeah. and the wall next to it blue. And you'll, it'll, your eye can make the purple. Yeah. How about that? But it, it really like does look like, like, you know, me. when you're in kindergarten and you're, yeah. you know, you have like those only those colors to, to work <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah. <clears throat> totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, but I think ultimately, like, the, the 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 basic problem of the movie kind of falls in that cop kill for me, just because I wrote while it was happening, this is not handled deftly enough to be scary or funny or even interesting. And um, I feel like if the ball is dropped, it's usually because I'm not – something isn't scary or even, like, potentially – scary like mm-hmm. even on the horizon where i can see like oh i could see where you would think this would be scary it's not funny because the humor i i, I don't understand the humor of him popping teleporting everywhere while the cop is like <laughs> it just got boring it, uh, yeah. he kept looking around all um paranoid and everything and i and it, i was just like maybe a comedic actor as the cop would have helped and maybe it would have made him a little bit more bearable as a character when he pulls over. Who the fuck does he pull over? I don't even remember. It's, it's Leprechaun. But he pulls somebody over. Oh, that's right. He pulls over the. Like, see, I couldn't even remember that. Or Lub- Lubden, is, like... is, uh, which is apparently his name. L U B D A. I don't know how you pronounce it, but uh, that's like officially that's uh, sure. That's what his name is. I'm gonna call okay. call him Lappy. It's easier. Yeah. So he pulls over Leppy. Yeah. And okay. Again, like in, a, in the hands of a comedic actor, like you, you could take it really, really seriously and act like everything that's happening is normal. Here you've got like a, 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 a small person in a small car that's like brightly colored and looks like it belongs like in a preschool, you know, playground somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he, you think he's wearing a mask. Okay. Like th- there's a way to play that. And I didn't feel like the actor. I just felt like he was just kind of playing the easiest thing, which is the arms crossed and the, okay, whatever you have to do. I mean, like, give us some levels. Give us something to, you know, to, like, actually laugh at. But I, I didn't I didn't think that. about the cop at all, yeah. like, or at least as much as you did. Um, I was mostly, like, I just, like, you know, and, you know, nothing against Warwick Davis, but I just, like, I hate this character. I cannot stand Leprechaun oh. because what I'm, like, what I feel like they're trying to do is like, yeah. like make a Chucky, like a, like a, mm-hmm. like a, a, yeah. a Chucky proxy or, or just like, you know, something yeah. similar, like a, like a, just a like a, a shorter, you know, like pint sized killer. And yeah. the thing with Chucky is that, I mean, obviously Chucky has layers. Uh, you know, he's, he is not just like this, like, yeah. uh, ancient or not ancient, he's like a thousand years old whatever however old leprechaun is who is like you know his whole shtick is like i gotta find my gold that's it like with charles lee ray it's like he's a he's a serial killer who's trapped inside the body of a doll and you know yeah. he needs to get out of that he needs to find a human vessel but he also wants to like have some fun and kill people whereas like with leprechaun i feel like there's not really a sense of like he needs to kill people because we even see like when he gets his gold be- before he starts mm. counting it that's fine that's all he needed and then he could stop so it never really makes him feel like formidable even though like chucky himself i know a lot mm. of people are just like not scared of chucky because it's just like okay well i can just punt him across the room but like as we've seen if you've 
seen any of the child's play movies, like he can do a lot of damage by being unassuming, by people underestimating him. Um, yeah. But at least like with Chucky, because like there's a lot of comedy that's involved in that. But I mean, at the same time, like Chucky lies in wait a lot too. Like he doesn't just mm-hmm. like go out there and like, like, like pedantically on this one mission of just getting it. He mm-hmm. knows that he has to bide his time and plan strategically. And because of that, like Chucky is such a much more interesting killer if we're just comparing the two. And when he does make these jokes, I feel like, you know, he's playing to an audience, like, you know, all of his people, like any like Chucky one liner he has, it's just like he, he, and he laughs at his own jokes and rightfully so because they're funny. But I feel like with Leprechaun, (laughs) like all of his jokes are a not good. It's like something that like Mm. a kid would write or like an adult who is like trying to pander to like a child's um, sensibilities. And then he fucking like, cause he's just like, an eye for an eye, ha ha ha, and like, like whatever the like all these one liners that he yeah. has throughout the movie, and I'm just like, I'm over it. I don't care. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear your like your jokes. I don't want to hear you <laughs> laugh about them. I'm tired of your like your mission of like finding the goal. Like it, the gold. Like if you were really that capable, you would get the gold. You would like kill all these people and feel like a real threat. So that's mostly what it comes down from. It comes down to for me. It's just like. I don't like him. Sure. I, li- I, I like Gordon <laughs> Davis, but I'm just like, I cannot fucking yes. stand Leprechaun. And, you know, the well, sooner yeah. that they, like, I actually, like, normally, like, in these movies, like, I don't like to see the the killer, unless it's, like, they've really been, like, putting a beating on on whoever the, their victims are or whatever. That You know, finally, when, when the, the person gets the upper hand and is able to knock them down. Like, that might be a, a, a time where I'm like, yeah, like, Michael Myers, like, you beat the shit out of him. Not very often. But, like, with Leprechaun, right. I just wanted them to, like, shoot him every time. Just, like, just kill him. Just fucking, like, and the, the fact that he was, like, one of those, like, what's the game with the mallet where, like, the, the gopher head or whatever pops up? The weasel? Oh, the, the, with the, the, the whack-a-mole. Yeah, because that's what, that's what that reminded me of when you were talking about, like, oh, I'm over here. And that was the whole fucking thing. And I just wanted him to get whacked. And then for them to just like, okay, let's go to LA and shop now. Like just, I just wanted that catharsis for, for Tori. And like, I just like, get the fuck out of here. Because this is not only like I mean, dirty and disgusting, it's also yeah. irritating. It's like, this is, this is not a fun way to, to spend a, a summer or even a weekend. Okay. My, my rant is, is, is done. You can great. <laughs> In case anyone had any kind of uh, ambiguity around your feelings about the leprechaun as a character, I feel like it's all washed clean. (laughs) I mean, I understand what you say. You say, I mean, you cover you covered a lot, and you did covered it beautifully. The only thing I think I could like kind of tack on is, um, and I think we addressed it a little earlier, but just the fact that like one thing about Chucky is that um, though it varies from movie to movie, he has limitations. Leprechaun. Just kind of like endless list of powers yeah. and abilities and things that we never really get a firm grasp on, like what he is, what he's from. And the thing is, again, sometimes mystery can work for you if you don't know, like, fuck, he can do that. Like, that can even be a laugh. That can work to your benefit. But this yeah. movie never takes that moment. It doesn't really kind of take the moment. Like, he disappeared. Lepre- 
leprechauns can disappear. You know, like just like get get be more mindful of us as the audience. We're we are in the movie theater. We're we want to enjoy ourselves. <laughs> Give us something to enjoy. And I think again. I feel like it opened in a way where I was kind of I, – I, I didn't have popcorn with me. But if I did, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're watching. All right. Um, but then once we yeah. start – once we got to that fucking house and started introducing like our little motley crew of heroes, I was like, oh, no. I feel like and even – never really won me back. Just jumping back to yeah. like the Friday the 13th franchise here. I feel like even if this was like a Jason X, this – I would have yeah. like – enjoyed this movie a lot better because i mean that's self-referential on it it's like he can like he came back as like this metal like nano thing or whatever like because that's like they're they're like i thought he was dead or you know uh whatever the the one-liners are in that movie of just because that's what that reminded me of of just like having that kind of humor in place there maybe it would have been more fun like i feel like there's there was really no way for this to be a good movie um other than like what I said before with just like if it had premiered like 10 years earlier and mm-hmm. um, just like, you know, had had the luck of of being amongst like all those other slasher movies of that time, where it's just like automatically you knew that you were getting a sequel and a sequel to the sequel and all that shit just because it was <laughs> that's what the market wanted at the time. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just it, can I. Yeah. Can I also point out. <laughs> The one moment this movie tries to kind of mean something. Okay. And it's when, it's when little Alex is explaining to Tori that, you know, that he, that they needed to steal the gold because they wanted to fix Ozzy's brain. <laughs> and Tori, and Tori says, Alex, you can't fix Ozzy's brain. <laughs> and Alex says, I know that. But he doesn't. <laughs> and then they just kind of walk away from the moment. Like, what the fuck does that mean? What was that supposed to mean? Like, I know that, but he doesn't. You were the one who fucking told him, Alex. Yeah. You're a piece of shit who made him feel bad about himself. He didn't think he wasn't smart until you told him, we'll go get you smart. He's like, I'm smart. And it's just like, no, people talk about you. They say a lot of bad things. He's like, they do? Oh, don't worry about it. They do it behind your back. I'm an asshole. I uh, So I didn't, I, I thought that was so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, okay. At one point during the uh, climax, I did write, so who's going to invent the internet so they can figure out about that whole four-leaf clover thing? <laughs> it was before they got to the hospital, obviously. I am, I I'm, like, imagining um, par- paranormal activity where they, like, that's how they always figure out about the the uh right the witch yeah, coven yeah. or whatever it's <laughs> just they yeah. look it up online because they're like oh i did like a trace of that symbol and like i found all this stuff about like it's, it's so the information is so readily available <laughs> that they're just yeah, gonna look I it think, up I, okay how often think, have you ever found what a four leaf clover the first big one uh, how, 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 how often have you what? found a four leaf clover in your life <laughs> Never. Really? Uh, but apparently I looked I looked at YouTube videos and apparently you can find them by science. I didn't watch the video, so I'll watch it after. But it was never a big like if I saw uh, like a like a mound of clover because I, w- I went to yeah. a private uh, grade school. So we were up in the hills and there was clover everywhere. So mm-hmm. I, I was always looking when I was a kid. But no, I never found a four leaf. I, found, I mean, I found five leaf clovers before. But uh <gasps> Dude, is, is that weird? I, no, but I yeah. You're when the I was luckiest in, sob in the world. Well, no, when I was in grade school, I would I would like spend a lot of time just like looking through clover patches and just being like four leaf clover, and you know like it. 
very like few and far between, but it wasn't like I couldn't like find one if I was really looking for it, like, you know, during my lunch break or whatever. That's <laughs> like what I did at yes, school yes, yes. <laughs> during my lunch break. <laughs> um, but I mean, like no, it was more common, one. more common than like they made it seem like at least in this movie. But it's funny because it's like they, they're the whole bit at the end where she's like, we're not finding it. And, just, and Ozzy's just like, well, you, you just have to believe. And then all of a sudden, like, first oh, of all, there's God. like this green light surrounding the the patch already which is not never explained or anything but then when she's mm. like all right i believe it and then it's like oh it worked <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mind the green light actually because i was like no, that, the green light's fine green the green light the green light was fine yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. it's fine you know it's like Suspiria. no no but the whole everything else yes <laughs> No, because also there was like a little bit of it coming from the well when she was uh, trying to get the gold that they hid down there. And then there was yeah. also I noticed it wasn't green light, but it was a, in the kill with um, the, uh, the 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 man who was um, uh, what do you call it? The appraising the uh, gold the coins shop. for them. And then he kept yeah, one. Yeah. yeah the, 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 the doesn't he say bad shop, bad shop owner. So the bad shop owner when he. uh <laughs> I noticed in his little back room, like all of the floor was painted green, and then there was there was some green somewhere else. Oh, I think he was wearing green. So I was just kind of like, okay, cool. So we got like the primary colors back at the house, but now that that Leppy's like going to step in and move into his power, we got a little green invasion. That was that seemed kind of cool. At least you know for a low budget movie, like I could see them trying. So I appreciated that. But um, I, what I didn't appreciate was uh, fucking okay. Jennifer Aniston was not getting paid enough to do an emotional preparation because when she's trapped in that elevator <laughs> in the hospital or in the nursing home, wherever the fuck she is, and um, uh, oh, Dan, oh, Danny boy, oh, crazy, is hanging <laughs> from, you know, like behind her. She looks and she's got those fucking glycerin tears that like harden, that like start to drip down and then they stop on your face. Yeah. And she's like full on moving and they don't even know. And, it's, and I'm just like, oh, you little house on the prairie, this shit. Because <laughs> they used to do that for, uh, yeah. uh, what, what's her name? Half pint. Anyway, uh, but. No idea. Um, and, and it was also after, um, uh, somebody somewhere does, but, um, after, um, I, I I felt like they were trying to do an homage to Psycho with the turning around of Leprechaun in the chair. <laughs> when she's like, it's almost like Mrs. Bates. And then she turns him around, but it's the Leprechaun. And then, of course, we mentioned Halloween 2. There was also a nod, or not, not a nod. I felt like it was a complete ripoff of I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. When Right. Uh, I forgot uh, about that. When Tori's on the phone. And the little hand, hand a little yeah. leppy hand <laughs> comes out of the phone and freaks her out. And I was like, seen it, saw it like nine <laughs> years ago. And, yeah. and homages like that, you no, those don't work. Not if you're trying to actually like, I mean, I, homages for their own sake, you know how I feel about those. Yeah. But um, let me see, is there anything else? I, I had a question about? that I wanted to ask you because this yeah. was listed on the, uh, Go for it. On the IMDb trivia. Ah. Is that, uh, I, I guess there was a special thanks to George Lucas because they had to get his yes. permission to I guess like release Warwick Davis so he'd be able to to be in this movie and I wanted to ask you about that because you work in the industry and because that just seems like a very archaic sort of thing where just like the actors are owned by studios or or direct or like Disney or or whatever that's just like in the 90s (laughs) that George Lucas like owned the rights 
to Warwick Davis that he couldn't like go and act in another movie unless he was allowed to? Like, what's that about? It's not so. It's not so much owning the rights, but if you sign an exclusive contract, which Warwick Davis might have just for stability, yeah, um, you know, like work stability. Like, yes, I put me under contract and pay me whether you use me or not. But I will one hundred percent work in any of the movies that you want to make and that you want to put me in. And mm-hmm. he was probably still like you know workshopping the prequels and everything like that. But um, but um, so I mean, it's not. It's not like. The old the old days, like early 20th century and mid 20th century, where they had like studios buy out, yeah. you know, uh, uh, an actor and then just use them up and, and then throw them out. And then they have to go find another studio. Betty Davis, yeah. Right. <laughs> Joan Crawford. But um, no, it's more. Oh, my God. Could you imagine uh, it's, it's Joan and more Betty like, in this? <laughs> I can. <laughs> late in the, like, late in there. Because Betty Davis them. was doing like. The stepmother, or whatever that that like her yes. last movie was, she just like if she just held on for a few more years, like we could have got Betty Davis for for Leprechaun. Maybe she could have been Mrs. Right. O'Grady. And, <laughs> and if Joan would have held on, she did Trog. So if Joan would have held yeah. on a few more years, she could have been. They could have just been like the the two ladies who own who look over the house or something. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been, or it could have just been them, them and the leprechaun. That would have been hilarious. Whatever oh happens God, to now, baby Jane, oh. the leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to Leppy, 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 yeah. Lepton, whatever the hell his name is. I wanted to ask you a question yeah. just cause you know, we talked about the, uh, the baiting of the shoe cobbling and everything. Cause I, I was curious while I was watching it, I was like, do you have, uh, a shoe cobbling equivalent where if somebody wanted to distract you by just kind of throwing something at you, it would work and you would just kind of let them go. <laughs> um, I'm sure I do, but I don't know if I want to like reveal that publicly for people to know what my weakness might be. What your kryptonite is. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think is like if somebody just kind of like unpackaged a bunch of Blu-rays and a bunch of CDs and just kind of threw them out, like as they for were me? driving away, just threw, tossed them. No, for me, for oh, me, okay. like for me, just like if they just threw them out, like all over the place. And I was just kind of like, ah, everything has to be in the right case. And now it's all dirty, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because Virgo. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be pretty annoyed <laughs> if someone like really came up in my space here and started like just ripping shit off of my, my movie shelf and, and throwing it everywhere. Like that would, yeah. that might, that might get me to like go and like, collect everything but i think my first instinct would probably be to like charge them and just get them the fuck away from my movies to begin with and like just Uh, try to protect uh, the rest of my movies rather than just like this endless cycle of of like picking them up and putting them back in their case and and just like hoping that the person will tire out eventually and stop doing that madness (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sure there are people who theirs is like you know creating the perfect macrame knot or like uh, like baking or you know (laughs) taxidermy i I, I think like like anyone with some dead animals (laughs) yeah with some sort of like obsessive compulsive uh thing like you could find something um, yeah, I wanted to. Okay, Ooh, if they so, dropped animals, if they just started pitching animals all over the place, and they were baby animals, they need to be with their mother. <laughs> that would make me. That would work on me. Don't do it, anyone. I'm saying it to them. Um, <laughs> okay, yes. so they're apparently they um, they had a deal with uh, General Mills in this movie, where yes. <laughs> they were going to have Leprechaun eating Lucky Charms. 
I'll just I'll just read what it says here. One scene required the leprechaun to find and eat Lucky Charm cereal. General Mills gave them permission, but they were so upset when they saw the finished film that they revoked their permission. The filmmakers reshot the scene, replacing the brand name with an obvious spoof. They also changed the kid's line at the end from your luck just ran out to fuck you, Lucky Charms. Right. (laughs) So I'm curious as to like, did General Mills, like, did they change their mind because they saw the movie and like, they're like, oh, this isn't good. Or they saw the movie and they're just like, I don't know if this is like family friendly to be like associated with with our brand or something like that. Yeah. But I just love the fact that it, it is kind of a point in their favor that they're the big like fuck you line, uh, as it as it were, <laughs> is fuck you, lucky charms. Yeah. And because it's I like, like it. it works twofold. It's almost like um, Wes Craven in Scream, where it's just like and no thanks at all to the Santa yes. Rosa like school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. And like also just, I uh, love when I love when like filmmakers get petty like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But also it's um uh, to make another Wes Craven-esque ref- reference, I feel like that line ended up being this movie's welcome to prime time, bitch, because I laughed. I was yeah. checked out of the movie for a long time before that line got said, and then I was just kind of like, ha ha, that's funny. But um, I, 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 I think it's uh, probably a case of both. Like, they probably, <laughs> because naturally... The family-friendly thing, like children, you know, like they don't want kids thinking that they're affiliated with this thing. So, you know, because then they won't buy their product because (laughs) big mucky mucks in business think that way. But also, I think it's probably because it was a a lower quality project because if it were, you know, kind of like a prestige horror film and it had, (laughs) I don't know how prestige it'd be called Leprechaun, but, (laughs) you know, if it were like better, if it were better made and had, you know, like some, some... Some value, like there are adults who buy Lucky Charms when they get high, so that could have been you know that target audience right there. But <laughs> well, they didn't, okay, the they didn't capitalize is, on it, and instead, yeah, yeah, yeah. this because this movie it's sort of um, I don't know how well it did initially, uh, like probably not very well at all, but it did uh, like really good in in VHS and DVD sales yes. after the fact, mm-hmm. and mostly because of Jennifer Aniston being in it, that that was like what really, you know, they, they put her on the cover and, and, you know, had the the Mm -hmm. tagline of like her luck just ran out. Um, That people like having just seen friends. Cause I think friends premiered a year later, 1994. So it's, yeah. So it was one of the, like, she like shot to stardom and then everyone's like, I want to see, I'm pretty sure it was 1994. Okay. But this movie was actually filmed in 1991, <laughs> just to give you an idea of like how long it took to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, she she, she was not a star yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, it, but yeah, because like Friends was earlier. Yeah, because anyway. like Friends, like they like shot to stardom like really quickly after that. Because I think we yeah, were yeah, yeah. like David Schwimmer was in Wolf <laughs> for like a, a like a brief second or just yeah. like little things like that. So it's like they, you know, th- these are movies that they would have never done, uh, like. <laughs> before friends happened so just because of friends right. it was like that's kind of it It was almost just by like association that this movie did well in sales and like rentals and all that after the fact so yeah, i yeah, mean yeah. maybe lucky charms missed out on a good thing because they could have had their their free product placement of just being in this movie and then yeah. people would have been like you know what like i just like 
smoked a big fatty and watched Leprechaun and I saw <laughs> Leprechaun eating Lucky Charms, I'm going to go to the grocery yeah. store and buy but, some I mean, Lucky Charms. I mean, they still do that. Everybody looks at that box and knows what that's supposed to be. Like, they even kind of obscure the word clovers on it so you yeah. can't tell that it's not Lucky Charms, But um, which I admire. Like, get yeah, get that... <laughs> But that might be the difference of like, you know, if the store was out of Lucky Charms and there was like, all they had was like tricks or something and then being like, well, I'm going to get tricks or I'm going to go to the next store and look for Lucky Charms. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, but, um, you know, they, they should have just swallowed their pride and been like, all right, well, we'll allow this. Like General Mills. It's funny because like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny because there's like. Uh, you're making me think about like a placement of Cheerios in Superman the movie that Cheerios was all too happy to let happen because there was no prior agreement to it. There was no branding for it. They just thought yeah. we need to show America showcase Americana. This is Smallville. So we'll have his mom feed him Cheerios for breakfast. And there they are on the table because Americana and it worked and Cheerios was like, thanks. <laughs> More people are going to buy Cheerios now because Superman eats them. But uh, well, I mean, we're, so, we're comparing I mean, apples I, and oranges here with with Superman. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also in terms of like uh, Jennifer Aniston and like her, I wonder what it must have been like for her. Uh, and and if she, I, I don't feel like she tolerates some of the lines that she had directed at her from Nathan, like if she were already Rachel, because um, I, it, like when they're sitting in the mm-hmm. diner and he criticizes her body, he's just like, Tori, you're way too skinny. Why don't you just, and he's like cutting up parts of meat his, loaf. what, his Sal- Salisbury steak or something. Meat lo- meat oh, meatloaf. Yeah. yeah. He wants to give her meatloaf. See, I forgot. Um, but he criticizes her body and offers her meat. And I'm like, she's the hypocritical vegetarian, but he is no better. Um, there, there's oh, yeah, really no... The, yeah, there's really like no. I mean, like the thing, like no. Friends was, you know, there was a lot of questionable things that that took place on on that show that you know she was a yeah. part of. So it's it, there. I think it's just one of those things that's like okay, like well, just we can just the, the, the yeah, <laughs> the passage of time reveals all. Um, and I also I also just wrote she's not the final girl because the fi- the villain of the movie races past her with no problem while she's holding the only thing we know of that can kill him, the four-leaf clover. She's literally yeah. standing in the door. She bursts in. She sees him there. He runs right past her. She's like, oh, very, very Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, oh, my gosh. And then the little Alex takes it upon himself to take the four-leaf clover from her. Yeah. And, and I've got to go save Ozzy. And I'm just like, I don't care. He was getting really, that might have been like the most like graphic part of the movie where he was like slicing his face up there. And I didn't remember if like, did did Ozzy like die? Because I had this recollection that like the the gold coin was in his belly. And I thought that Leprechaun actually Mm. like gutted him and and took the the coin out. So Ozzy had died. So I was misremembering what happened. So at the end there, I was just like, yeah, okay. I mean, like that was like pretty intense of him just like slicing his face up. But it was like the way it was handled. Like afterwards, they're like, "Oh, we're all okay," and he's just sitting there, like <laughs> scarred for life, and just being like, "Yeah, that was but don't someday." They have one of those- don't they have one of those like '80s sitcom moments where they say something? To, I don't even remember what it is, but they say something to each other, and you're both, <laughs> and then it's like the credits. <laughs> That's <roll>. all, folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like a Looney like Tunes, like, <laughs> or like one of those at the end of Chips where they both just kind of say like, "But this time, I'm gonna drive." <laughs> freeze frame. Yeah. Credits roll. Probably. Over I don't know. I I already forgot. I already forgot. <laughs> I like. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you, but, I pro- um, like I, I watched this just a few hours before we did this. So it's, <laughs> even as fresh as it is in my already, mind, having lost like a few It's already leaving me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and, so, it's, uh, and that's a welcome go. It's like one of those parties that you throw where it's just like everyone be out by nine. That's how I feel about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add? Um, I wanted to ask you, are tarantulas native to North Dakota? Because that's where they are, and there's a tarantula in, in, in the basement. I... And I was, she was like, that spider could kill us. He's like, it's just a spider. Calm down. I'm like, it's a fucking tarantula. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that was... That I, they be, probably it. just... They're like, well, we got to get a spider. And then they, they're just like, okay, well, what's like the biggest spider that we can get? Yeah, right. And then just, <laughs> just did that. That's probably ex- exactly what They happened probably could have got yeah. like just a little tiny thing, and it would have like worked... Just the same as, yeah, as right. effectively. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it, folks. Yeah, well, that's let's get to the. No, that's not it, because we're getting to the cherry <laughs> picker now. <laughs> so last week, we watched Sinister, and of the people who we thought deserves. Deserve, deserve, deserve. Who were most deserving to die? Uh, mm-hmm. Were Ellison Oswald? That was my pick, and you chose Bagul, aka mm-hmm. Mr. Boogie, Mr. Snot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boogie on your on your index finger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Four hundred and ninety-four <laughs> votes uh, in total between Patreon, Instagram, oh, wow. and YouTube uh, community section, and uh, two hundred and seventy-seven to two hundred and seventeen. Ellison Ooh. was chosen as the most deserving to die. I'm sorry, Eddie. It was not okay. the ghoul. People did not agree with you. <laughs> the majority did not agree with you. Um, Understood. Let's, <laughs> Twist the knife a little I deeper. Know, what don't you? I, I know. <laughs> uh, let's let's just see what uh, what some people are saying here. However, uh, Draven okay. says one hundred percent Ellison. He put his work before his family and ended up costing everyone their lives. Which mm-hmm. I you know absolutely fair. I I yeah. agree with that. Um. Let's see what else here. Savage visuals, visuals with a a Z there. Uh, The whole premise of uh, the movie was terrifying to me and the foreboding atmosphere was good too. Okay. Um, All right. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no arguments here. I'm, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking for, for Ellison versus Bagul comments here, though. Okay, Ellison, okay. or sorry, Ioli Elia, I hope I said that right. Uh, Ellison cause, Ellison, because Bagul at least knows what it's about. Sure, it convinces children to commit <laughs> atrocities and steals them away from the world, but like it at least... Uh, it's upfront about what it's doing and its goals. Very low bar, but up still front. more than Ellison can say. <laughs> I love that, like, 
<laughs> that Bagul is earning respect, more respect than Ellison. <laughs> that's actually really priceless. Well, th- I mean, that great. was like that was kind of my thing with the last episode. Is just like I don't know if you should be allowed to pick Bagul because he is he, like he's the, an entity. He's not a he's not a living thing that we can be like. Yeah, I think he deserves to die. Nobody commented to if that. It- to that fact. So I don't know if people were No, because nobody gives a shit about that cuz they know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. let let the let, let me put it on the record right here and now. If I had first choice, I would not have chosen Bagul. I would have chosen Ellison because he is the clear winner. So people who voted for me, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I mean, but I would have I, I would have voted for Ellison myself. If <laughs> if you had first choice and picked Ellison, I probably would have voted yeah. for or picked Tracy then or okay, the sheriff yeah, or something. probably problem. more so Tracy yeah, just because no, like you, shitty parent you know well you had a bigger problem with her than I did you know you know <laughs> I, I put it I've laid it out there before I've said like if it's somebody who I actually get something when they're on screen then I'm not gonna want them to die. I get a lot like, from Bagul I, though I don't want to see Bagul I want to see Bagul like go on and like be the the reason for like more families murdering each other I think Bagul deserves to expire more than Tracy does. Tracy was, albeit doing a flawed job of it, but she was just trying to keep her family together. Bagul was trying to devour children. Again, like he's trying to devour that's what, children. That, that's how he was brought up, you know? Oh, you know what? <laughs> if he what? could even be brought up, you know? <laughs> If he were a human being and you said that, we'd have a lot of angry... If he was a human being, I would have thought that it was okay for him to be the... uh... Oh, you know what? You won, okay? (laughs) Are are you calling me a sore winner? Whistleblown. All right. uh, And then then Mandejo says, even though he's nice to to look, LOL, nice to look at, I guess, uh, I constantly wanted Ellison to get out that damn house and he didn't yeah i don't know if that's a, a point for or against him but I think anyway against him there we there we have it uh you guys voted and the majority of you agreed that ellison had to go so now i get first dibs on leprechaun and yes. i don't i'm conflicted now because i i'm gonna go with my initial, <laughs> i'm gonna go with my initial instinct of just leprechaun himself because i do consider him an actual like flesh and blood being unlike bagul because leprechaun uh, just i'm choosing leprechaun because like i he's irritated he's like a fucking like infestation that like got into my home and i'm not able to kill it because it just keeps running around and 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 but popping up and mocking me and and i to the point where I would probably tear apart my apartment here to try to get to him, only for him to teleport somewhere else. So just the the inconvenience of everything that that Leprechaun represents, that's why I'm choosing him. And I'm not going to argue. Um. Uh, you're, not, you're allowed to. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Because I see your point. <laughs> You've made your case. <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mine, okay, well, this is tough because I have like a cast of people who I would not mind seeing killed. Um, God, who's who's the worst? I mean, oh, should I just go with my heart too? 
Because I feel like I you mean, have I feel to like go with sure. Well, we talked about this before. Like, you don't have to go with yeah. like what makes sense. You just have to go with like what's what what feels right for you, but what's also the most fun. Yeah. We're not we're not we're not playing to win here. We're playing to <laughs> to be heard. Okay, well then Okay, well then you know what? Just because, you know, she's she's also got more like just uh name recognition, like I think people will know who she is if they vote for her. Uh I'll say um Tori. Uh even really? though she, she Because this is the thing. I okay. think it's going to be interesting to see like Leppy versus Tori. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not, it's actually, it actually isn't my first choice. But the reason I'm just, it's almost like a social experiment. I'm curious to see how people will vote <laughs> because she's, she is the face on the poster. Aside from Warwick Davis's, she is the, um, like she she maintains the mantle of Final Girl, even though she isn't. But I mean, okay, I, but just the fact that she starts off so incredibly two-dimensionally superficial like she's a caricature of a caricature and the fact that like none of her motivations are clear throughout the entire movie because we don't know we don't know ever if she's actually attracted to nathan or not we don't know if she's just doing it out of spite just to prove something to him and if she is doing it to prove something to him why why does his opinion matter it's like somebody calling her chicken and then she spends the rest of the movie trying to prove somebody she's not chicken and that only works in the back to the future sequels and <laughs> that works for me and um also the fact that like like i said i mean okay the absence of final girl energy was felt in a big way in this movie like that could have made all the difference yeah. too because warwick davis showed up and the, even the, with the way he was written, like I still kind of enjoy that character. I I can't enjoy Tori. I can't. Uh, she she has the instrument of his death in her hand, and he runs past her. Well, she's not she goes, even. Oh. she's not even like we we've discussed this before. She's not even a final girl by default of just being no. like the last, like just just because nobody else was there to do it. That you know yeah. she ended up being the, the last person there because we had three other people who yeah. were capable and did all the work too while she just stood there. So, I mean, I, okay, I, I get that. Um, yeah. And, 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 and then she hangs out with a guy who openly criticizes her body and tells her what to eat. And she still wants to hang out with him. I, no, fuck that shit. I don't, I don't <laughs> so we're going to blame her for, <laughs> for, for what he says. No, because okay. I honestly, like, he was one of the, the top ones in my list. But I just don't feel like he's going to get the same recognition as Leprechaun. So I'm playing okay. the ponies. This is a gamble. Okay. It's become something else now. It used to be about vote your conscience, vote your heart. But now it's like, ooh, let's see what they do. Okay. That's what it is. Okay, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I respect that a lot more than than throwing Bagul in, into the mix there. So anyway, you can. <laughs> oh dear God! This it, is the last pod you get to talk about Bagul. <laughs> don't vote your heart. Vote your conscience. Vote your just put your money where you where you think is gonna the votes are gonna go. I guess um, <laughs> you can vote uh, on YouTube uh, under the community section. You can uh, vote on Instagram. I'll have the uh, the post up for that or the the story and uh, you can vote on patreon if you're a patreon supporter and uh, while we're speaking of patreon i want to welcome some new members we have anthony fuller we have kayla tumelson and we have oscar tipton 
So welcome aboard to all three of you. Uh, if uh, anyone else uh, is interested or would care to, uh, you can support uh, this podcast or my main YouTube channel by going to Patreon. Uh, it's uh, the $1 tier gets you early access to the podcast. You'll get to see it uh, several days before the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, there's also other <laughs> options you can check out if you're interested. And it goes a long way in just, uh, you know, helping us make this better. Um, so mm -hmm. that, that is greatly appreciated. Uh, I also want to thank Andre Felix for helping us. Uh, editing. Thank you, Andre. Is, yeah. Um, and uh, do, 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 do. what else? Oh, right. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, just know that you can listen to it uh, in audio format. The RSS feed is uh, in the descriptions. And if you're listening to it, you can also watch it on YouTube by going to the Cherry Picker. Uh, you can also check out my main YouTube channel, which is just Zach Cherry. Uh, or you can follow either of us on social media. Edward, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at, that's the at symbol, Edward is truth, one word. And mine is that's retro it. bitch face, all one word. I, yeah. I, I don't need to say the, the at because that's that's implied. Um, you can also, I'm also on Twitter, <laughs> uh, ZachCherry8. And uh, we have uh, d d some reviews on Apple Podcasts. <gasps> oh yay. yeah um let me find that here uh from iheart slashers uh dynamic yay. duo iheart slashers <laughs> who is a, a patreon supporter as well uh what do you know yeah uh, peanut butter and jelly warm sun and a cool breeze michael and butcher knives zach and edward are the perfect pair Ooh. Uh, equal parts oh, educated wow. and passionate. These two wonderfully complement each other with a vast knowledge of the horror genre. One minute, Zach is pulling out an astute 60s Italian cinema reference. And <laughs> the next, Eddie is connecting the emotional dots to a character arc that will bring tears to your eyes. Uh, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Well worth your time and support. A true gift for any horror fan. I love slashers. Oh. Oh, what heart, you, heart, yeah. heart, here. <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> that's beautiful. And very, very accurate. You, we, do, we do do that. Uh, <laughs> and also... And we bicker every um, now and then. <laughs> from Tummelson10, who... I, I don't know if that's Kayla Tummelson... Uh, who we just mentioned, but uh, lovely duo. Mm -hmm. It feels like having a conversation with friends after watching a horror movie. Aww. Zach and Eddie are super knowledgeable and fun while discussing each movie. So if you love all things horror, please check this out. Oh, the pressure's on to be more knowledgeable I'm, now. <laughs> I know. I, I just assumed that we were, I mean, first of all, thank you <laughs> before, before yeah, I absolutely. let that get away. But I just assumed like we were like really annoying and like people were, <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of like just like tolerating us but i mean it's, it, it, i'm glad to know that we we know some stuff 
Uh, I also feel like the cherry picker is an uh, an adequate title for us because I feel oftentimes like I cherry pick the facts I want to bring up. And then you you can ask me like, what else is this director of of Leprechaun? I don't even remember his name. Mark Jones done. I'll be like, I don't know. I didn't look it up. (laughs) (laughs) But people got IMDb. You can look it up yourself kids yeah. you know that's not what we're here for um, <laughs> but i i will try to be more informed uh from now on if I i'm can. just gonna do the same job that i've been doing inadequate <laughs> <laughs> and that's who we are that's who we are <laughs> but the quality will get better i promise um yeah totally. what what do we got going on next week uh to you, that you want to tell these lovely <sighs> listeners let's see about? i i I have to be better prepared for these because you ask me and I'm like, I have all these titles in my head that you've brought up. And I'm like, is it what I'm thinking? Like, like, do you, do you want me that? to just tell them? Or? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm putting all my right. hands on the side of my face and dropping my jaw for people who are listening to see if that's like, <laughs> uh, we'll see if I'm right. Oh, God. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> This is a very exciting episode coming up because we're going back to Scream. We're going back to the entire Scream franchise. And more specifically, we are both going to go through each movie with every kill or attack or chase scene or phone call and give our two cents on who we think killed who in all of the movies and obviously, if you have been uh, following my main channel for a while, you know, like my Who Killed Who videos were, you know, the, I guess like the, the the big thing that like, you know, everyone was uh, um, following me for. And I haven't covered anything on the new Scream movie yet, uh, mostly because I'm mm-hmm. still waiting for that to be released on Blu-ray just so I can have like as much information in front of me uh, to make an informed video uh but in the meantime this is going to be your earliest uh insight into what uh or who i think killed who in that movie as well as i really hope that eddie you and i have uh differing opinions here because i want to be challenged i want someone to disagree with with some of the the the, I, i declarations that i've already made previously of of who i think killed who who killed Careful whom. what you wish for, Zach Cherry. Hmm. <laughs> um, but um, so I'm going to bring up Roman all throughout the first movie. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. But uh, but yeah, it's going to be a full podcast of just going all over that. So make sure that you that yeah, make sure that you come come back for that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. thank you for for sitting through this slog of a movie <laughs> with us. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to to you all, and we will be yeah. right back. Yeah.